You ain't married. 27? Like swimwear. 27 is weird. We get a 27 club, I guess. Because it's prime? Or no, it's not prime. Three time nine? 27? Yeah, it's not prime. Yeah, it's not prime. Aren't you a math major? Nah. <laughs> it's my favorite subject, but nah. I, I fuck some math, too. But 20, I think 27 club is when uh, like all those artists died at 27, like Amy Winehouse, mm-hmm. Kurt Cobain, Jimi Hendrix. Mm-hmm. But no sports heroes at 27. Nah. Nah, none that I can think of. But 27 is just a weird looking number. Yeah, it is weird. It's not cool. Nah, nothing cool about yeah, 27. Not cool. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you been up to though, man. Man, chilling, man. Listening to uh, man, finding a whole bunch of like new artists. Oh yeah, you starting to explore a little yeah, bit, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I was. Um, I sent you that message earlier about um, who was it? It was Hobson and Dax. What's Dax, that? yeah, I fuck with Dax, but Hobson was like the new one, man. That I just, I just found out about. But he's super dope, man. He's like you know, lyricist or whatever, you know. Uh, you should have known, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That should go hard. Yeah, and uh, Rich the Kid and a whole bunch of people. Rich man. the Just, Kid ain't new. He's not new, but I wasn't rocking with him. It's true. I mean, I don't fuck him because his name. He's dope, man. He got like crazy lines. Who's your favorite new artist then? Out of who? The ones you recently found. Oh, Rich the Kid for sure. Yeah, yeah. He he has his man. I just started getting into his. He he says like cool things though. I know he's a younger guy, whatever. But he seems like he's like you know like well versed and. Like money, like handling business, you know? Yeah. Like saying different shit. Um, but yeah, he's dope. But man, it's a whole bunch of like new artists, man, that are pretty cool. Which one is Hobson? Hobson was the second guy. The guy with the dreads at the beginning was uh, Dax. Dax. He okay. got uh, beat up by Tory Lanez. <laughs> <laughs> Came out with that diss and like, okay. Rap. Yeah. Dude's been taking L's lately, bro. When did they did they not? I think it's always been not like this, not 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 like not like recently, like maybe because social media is you know yeah, yeah, is, is, is more prevalent and we're seeing people get beat up and true change snatched and shit. Yeah, like your boy, what's his name? Uh, Almighty J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. YBN yeah. Almighty J. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad situation, man. So for the people who are don't know what we talk about, fill them in. Um, basically, Almighty J YBN. He's in a the group name is uh, YBM. I'm not sure exactly what it is, what it stands for. Is it like Young Ballin' Niggas? Something like that. Yeah. Um, basically, he's in a group, and he was in New York, you know, with some money, with a chain on, and I guess he was rolling around without security, without a big group, you know, entourage or whatever. Flexing on the ground. Pretty much. And I guess a group of guys who they're known to like jack entertainers and celebrities or whatever. They pretty much jumped him. The Lick Squad? Yeah, the I guess so. it's called like they're called like the Jack Boys or something. <laughs> <laughs> something like that, man. They saw him and they just beat him up, man, real bad. Slash his face up, you know, slash his face up, kicked Put him in the bit in the head and all this all crazy stuff. Oh man. my god. So I'm not familiar with Almighty J. What kind of is he like what, what kind of what shit does he rap about? I couldn't tell you. Uh I don't listen to his music, uh, but I know he was dating Black China. That's why who fucking ain't dated Black China in the rap game? I tell you, Black China is like that, like that, go, like that fucking gatekeeper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you want to get on? Give her fifty dollars. <laughs> get fifty dollars and dick three times, yeah. and then you get the, you get two mixtapes. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's what it feels like. But yeah, she yeah. fucked every young rapper, all of them. Can't hate. Not me. I'm not hate. It's just weird that she fucked every young rapper. Yeah, I mean so, it's a business. I guess it's working out for her. Bitch ain't had a job and God knows how long. Yeah. Uh, so Almighty J gets fucked up. Now I heard about this. The thing that's more interesting in to, to this whole scenario to me is not Almighty J getting his ass whooped because I mean people get ass whooped every day. It's the fact that Jay Prince came out and 
put a hit out on the Jack Boys, I guess is for lack of a better term, on social media. He put out a public hit. Yeah. <laughs> so what I'm gonna do is read the uh post that Jay Prince put out. Alright. So mob ties call to my real street niggas around the world, but especially on the East Coast in the Bronx. There's a clown by the name of Zay and his crew who want to become famous by bragging about robbing rap industry niggas. They recently bragged about robbing the artist YBN Almighty J, whom I'm invested in. They've robbed him of his money and jewelry, including a rap a lot piece, so therefore they have robbed a piece of me. Kind of J, J Prince is pissed. This is a perfect opportunity to execute our unity when we don't allow moment thinkers to muddy the water over the movement. I don't even know what the fuck that he's talking about. With that being said to the homies in the Bronx, if any of these clowns are y'all's family or friends, speak now so we can get an understanding. To ignore this is a recipe for disaster. Other than that, it's these clowns versus the realest niggas in every hood around the world, and that's the meaning of mob ties. Isn't that a Drake song? Mob ties. I'm sure you said it first. Mob ties. <laughs> <laughs> Sick of these niggas. Sick of these niggas. How do you feel about it? How do you feel about it? Jay Prince is a fucking clown. That's how I feel about it. Clown why? Payaso. Clown. Who goes on social media and asks people to, all right, they stole uh, my rapper's chain Mm. associated with my um, fucking label, so I need y'all to let me know where they are or fuck them up and then then bring them back to me. First of all, Jay Prince ain't got the fucking juice like that. Let's be very clear. Let's be very clear about that. Jay Prince ain't got the juice to just reach out to all of America and say, y'all need to bring this nigga to me. Like, who does Jay Prince think he is? Well, this was just New York or the Bronx. No, he's at all hoods, especially East, because he was like, like everybody needs to be on the lookout for him, but especially in the East Coast, because that's where the shit happened. Well, no, nah, I mean, I think he put, well, look, I'll let you finish. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was thinking, like, the way I interpret, I thought the same way, exactly the way you were thinking about it now, but I started to think about it. It's like, he reached out to the people who are in the Bronx, like he tagged a whole bunch of people, Cardi B and all these, 8 Boogie and all these other people, whatever. When they tagged Cardi B, like Cardi going to be looking out for you, for them. I mean, I don't know how powerful Jay Prince is. Everybody respects this dude. But I get it. Jay Prince has done a lot for the rap industry. Yeah. I just make no bones about that. You know, for the little I know of Jay Prince. But this shit is ridiculous. Yeah. So you so you tag Cardi, like Cardi B gonna be like, oh, I found him. I mean, I think <laughs> that's, that's just to like, you know, just pump it up or whatever. But I think, I mean, I think those guys were arrested or whatever. But I think he did that just because, all right, if you got an artist or whatever, and they were in this today's society, you're humiliated on social media. If you do some some ball stuff or some G stuff like behind the scenes, this the video that, you know, already hurt you is already out there. You can't really yeah. recover from that. Even if you know even if you handle the situation. If people don't know that you handled the situation, it's still a bad look. This is a bad look. Like yeah. Charlemagne getting punched in the head. Yeah, exactly. Even if you went <laughs> and did whatever, it's still like all right, nobody knew about it. Like even though you feel better, it's like nobody cares, you know? So since he got uh, Almighty J, since he got beat up and jumped and it spread on social media, he had to, Jay Prince had to go to social media to rectify the situation, I think. This very much feels like a my name is my name moment. Remember the dude from The Wire? Yeah. But- <laughs> <laughs> Why y'all tell me? <laughs> this is what this feels like. It's like, shit, I'm looking bad. But here's the, here's the story, man. Like, because the... The video leaked before Jay Prince said anything. Mm-hmm. So in the video leak, I wasn't thinking like, oh man, Jay Prince is weak as fuck because his people getting robbed. Like that never crossed my mind until well, Jay Prince wrote these fucking two little posts. And how old are you? How old are you writing this post on fucking social media? Like, come on, bro. I, I, I expect that from YBN Almighty Jay, but not from Jay Prince. What is the same dude that told Drake not to respond to Pusha T's 
devastating diss record, right? This is supposed to be the same guy. But yeah. all of a sudden, he's spreading all this shit on social media, talking about, hey, y'all need, y'all need to bring their heads to me. Of course, not what he said, but he kind of insinuated yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I I respect it. You know, it's like one of those things where the he could have handled it a different way. I'm sure he could have found the guys, went to New York, hit up some people. If he's as powerful as he said, say he is, he could have found them, you know, behind the scenes and just handled it. But him coming to social media and tagging all those people, it gets us talking about it. This is it true. It gets us to like, all right. Or Almighty J, he's backed by J Prince, so shit like this better not happen again. I mean, like, am I afraid? I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I'm, no, go ahead. What you think? Because, first of all, J Prince couldn't intimidate Takashi 6ix9ine. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I get it, he's respected in the industry, but I don't know if he's like feared, man. Like, I don't know if anyone saw this and was like, oh shit. I think more people laughed at this than anything. Yeah. I, I think it's one of those situations where, just because he hasn't done anything like in the media or in the public recently, like he's lost his, you know, it, it, the perception of him being powerful. But I mean, I don't know. I don't even know much about him, but the respect that he has is like, all right, he's done some shit at some point. Like he's connected somehow. You then, know? then Lil Wayne saying real G's moving silence. Yeah, he could have been moving in silence. For Obviously not. Well, for, you know, get on Facebook to help people find, or whatever it was to help people, to have people help you find these motherfuckers. I mean, you can't find everybody in the world. I'm you know? saying, like, bro. Yeah, everybody got I don't, think, I don't think it's a good look. This motherfucker look desperate. It's like, oh, man, I need, I need to repair my image. So let me get on social media real quick and talk about how, you know, I'm connected and all this other bullshit. I don't know. Hey, who the fuck was he talking to? If it was YBN, Almighty J doing this shit or whatever, I can see it. I can be like, all right, man, you just looking terrible. You're just trying to get, you know, keep your credibility up. But like you said, you didn't know anything about um, J Prince being involved in Almighty J until he made that post. Fair. So it's like one of those situations where it's like I know I can you know handle it a different way, but I'm trying to repair my clients or my homeboys or my you know the person who I signs image so they can continue their career. Because this can be one of those situations where Almighty J just doesn't come around anymore. It's possible. So without Jay Prince shedding some light on the situation and you know really showing like you know I got his back, uh, I don't know. Could have been worse. How do you feel in general about shit like this? Like I mean, they pr- essentially jumped Almighty J. How do I feel about them jumping him? I mean, like, so how do you feel about, because you call him, you identify him as a jack boy, so that's how I'm identifying him okay, as. Okay, cool. Might not so, be right, but whatever. Yeah, who gives a fuck? I mean, the, the piece of shit is robbing people. Like, that shit ain't impressive. Nope. Like, you jumping, like, it was 18 of the motherfuckers out there. Yeah. So, I obviously tip my hand how I feel about them. But how, how do you feel about the fact that they jumped some dude, took a video of it, and put it on social media? All right, all that putting a video on social media, that's horrible. You can't do that. Uh, but I mean, if, I always try to look at like situations from like both sides, you know, like Almighty J. If you walking around with chains on and money in your pocket, and you don't got security. You got a chain worth over a thousand dollars, five thousand dollars. You got that on your neck with a thousand dollars in cash in your pocket, and people know who you are. People gonna assume you got some racks on you. They yeah. gonna assume you they got some type of value. Yeah. So if you not, just, yeah, if you don't got a, some some type of way to protect yourself, you walking around a new area that's not your home, not you know, you haven't checked in with people or whatever. I guess that's what industry people do. Like man, that's a Idiot move on your side. I mean, you. Should, I mean, you, you're asking for it. Yeah, I think it's a little weird that you don't have security. You don't have like at least a gun on you. Yeah. Like one of the two, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, what do you expect to happen? Yeah, I know in New York the gun laws are a whole lot stricter, so you should definitely have security. Yeah. If he's getting money the way he's 
you know, he's connected the way it seems like he well, is. Why is he all my J? All my J ain't getting money like what he say he is. What what young rapper getting money the way he, they say they are? Motherfuckers know. holding up that advancement money to the ear <laughs> on the gram, acting like they like get the fuck out of here, bro. You know, Almighty J ain't got juice like that. Come on, man. I'm still getting advances. <laughs> <laughs> we taking real chances, um. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you say something like that, right? <laughs> no, that's what I think that is what he said. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's whatever, man. It's whatever. It's not a good look for Jay Prince. Like but, it's just not. Yeah, but I mean, I, if the dudes who jacking Almighty J, I can see their side too. Like we out here hungry, we out here struggling, and this dude walking around with all this money on, bragging. So, bro, with this, no security. Just, just jack him and fucking leave. Why yeah, you put it on, on social media? Yeah, put it on social media. I was just that's just super idiotic lame. move. Yeah, yeah lame. That was, that was super whack. It's lame niggas. What you been up to, man? I know we skipped. Oh, he skipped me. Yeah. Oh shit, youth sports. That's what I've been up to. Oh, okay. That's time of year, huh? <laughs> Fuck, bro. Yeah. Kid in basketball and football. That's what you want. Yeah, I'm a, you know hoping, but uh, uh, pretty soon he's gonna have practice Monday through Thursday. Dear old dad's gonna be taking him, chauffeuring him around. Yeah, uh, look, here's the thing, bro. He has potential. When I say he, I'm referring to my son. I have a nine year old son. It, he has potential. So I, 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 he started playing tackle football recently because before he was in flag, right? And um, I refuse to buy this dude. Pads, helmet, any of this shit. So we, we borrowing stuff. He looking like no one care about him. He out there. He got pads, yeah. old as shit, a helmet that don't matter. Like it's so we borrowed shit to see how he would do. Mm-hmm. And the first practice he was there, he caught a slant route, stiff armed the kid. Kid almost fell to the ground, and he took it to the house for a touchdown. Okay, I was like, all right, so <laughs> we got something to work with, work with right? So, you know, I went and bought him all this shit, man. Spent like five, six hundred bucks on between registration fees and equipment and all this yeah. bullshit. And I got him in it. And I mean, it, it's it, it it it's nice to see him out there. Like, I get joy from it. I didn't, I didn't really understand it until I had a kid. People like, you know, they get joy from seeing yeah, their yeah. kids do shit. But I mean, I do. That's dope. Um, but fuck, bro. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like all my time. Yeah. All, all my time. All my time. I had a little powerlifting regimen that I had going. Got to change that shit. <laughs> I don't have time for it. Yeah, I, I, I can't spend two, three hours in the gym now because, yeah. you know, I, you got practice from fucking six to eight and, you know, Monday through fucking uh, Thursday. It'd be dope when you get to that AAU age where you can, like, travel around and you can be that dad. Oh, well, in the, the basketball side of it, we already got tournaments set up. Oh, for real? Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, so over the summer. So the reason why we're doing football and basketball right now is because it's, there's no football in the summer for obvious reasons. We live in Las Vegas. It's hot as fuck. Yeah. And I wanted him to get some kind of tackle experience prior to the fall when all the monsters come back. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> right, it's a whole different fucking level yeah, yeah. In, in the fall. Um, so, but with the with the basketball side of it, like we they got a tournament coming up, uh, I think like a month from now. Um, they gonna so in this tournament, I think it's like in California, so it's nothing too oh, crazy. Yeah, that's dope. Um, and it's his first year playing basketball, so he's, he's just like pure athleticism right now. You know, kind of teaching him the basics. He's the tallest kid out there, so working on post moves and shit like that. Yeah. But I mean, it's like a damn near full time job, man. Yeah. Damn near full time like job. And I didn't expect me to be this dad. Really? No, fuck no. <laughs> I never thought I'd be the dad. Like, all right, we're good to run these routes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and get you ready for this shit. Yeah, he got game. <laughs> If you beat me, <laughs> uh, I mean this shit cool as fuck though, man. Yeah. Um, it's cool to see you know see him grow and get yeah. confidence and all that other shit. Because truth be told, he gonna kill me. He was nervous as fuck before yeah. that first tackle practice, like nervous as fuck. He's like, I, I, 
Are they gonna tackle me? He's like, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, they gonna like, hit me hard? Like, probably. Like, <laughs> this is like on the way there. I was like, me, I ain't turning around. Like, yeah, I yeah, drove yeah. 20 minutes. We almost here. Um, but I mean, he did well. Yeah, he did well. So, but other than that, man, shit, just fucking working, trying to get this platinum trophy in Resident Evil because I'm a gigantic nerd. <laughs> gigantic nerd. I got like three or four trophies left to get. Uh, fuck, that's about it, man. I ain't been like reading or anything lately. Really? Nah, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like a real teenager right now. I've been getting high, <laughs> playing video games, and going to fucking basketball and football practice. That's about right. It's like I'm 16 all over again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but shit, dude, since we talk about like children and futures and all this shit, have you heard? I'm sure you have, but I gotta ask the question. Have you heard about this college admission scandal? Involving all these rich ass white people. Slightly. Tell me about it. Slightly? No, I have. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those of y'all living under a rock, it was blown up recently. Um, I think this past weekend, right? Yep. Yeah. That a lot of celebrities and people who make a shit ton of money have been just paying a shit ton of money for their children to be admitted to prestigious schools, um, such as USC, Yale, uh, UCLA, Stanford. You know, the list goes on. I think it was like nine or ten schools or some shit like that. And motherfuckers are getting busted. So they popped um, some like financial advisor or whatever. The feds popped them for for some other unrelated crime. And being the weasel that dude is, he was like, yo, if y'all are, you know, lenient with me, I got some information that y'all might be interested in. And of course, the feds are like, sure. What's this information? He's like, well, the head um, soccer coach of the Yale foot of the of Yale, the, the college, um, you know, offered me uh, that uh, my child a spot at Yale if I pay her like four hundred fifty thousand dollars or some shit like that. And the feds look into it and it was like a list of celebrities and, uh, you know, high level attorneys and doctors and shit like that. Now people just straight up paying money for their children to go to prestigious schools, not only paying money to, for them to get in, but like doctoring photos to make them seem like they're athletes when they're, when they aren't. Um, they had this whole fucking scheme where they would send their children to certain testing facilities for the, like the SATs and the ACTs. That they had like a little plug in or, you know, like a plant or some shit like that that could help them, uh, you know, pass the test or change their answers after the test was done to make sure that they got into these schools. I heard reports that they had a third party actually taking some of these tests. Yeah, yeah. They, they had people take the test for the kids. That's crazy. Uh, and <laughs> so, shit, and one, one, one of these celebrities is good old Aunt Becky from Full House, Lori Laughlin. Uh, was it, what's her name? Marie Huffman. I can't. I can't remember her first name. Um, she's married to that to the the, the dad from Shameless. I can't remember her fucking name. If you can look it up, let me know. But the list goes on as far as celebrities and all the people that got they got busted doing the college admission scandal. Now I wasn't surprised that this shit happened. Like not in the least bit. But I'm at work and you talking to people about it, and I'm talking to my coworkers. You know to you know, I guess upper middle class white men, and it's important that I say that they're white men because for what's coming up. And they were completely flabbergasted and didn't understand why or how these people would cheat to get their kids into 
these prestigious colleges. Like they just couldn't understand it. They couldn't fathom it. And I kind of had to break it down to them and let them know, like, bro, shit ain't ever equal. <laughs> like, like, I don't know what you think goes on, but shit is never equal. Like, we under, like, I, I understand that anyone who doesn't come from an affluent background or looks like, you know, you two guys look like is always at a disadvantage. And it's not just a disadvantage on based on perception. It's a disadvantage based on, you know, abilities and, you know, greasing the wheel and shit like that. And I mean, they argue me up and down about it. So what I want to ask you at this point is, am I like the only like conspiracy theorists out there that knew that these motherfuckers were cheating to make sure their kids got, you know, into certain positions and certain colleges? Because first of all, I'm of the, the, the belief that it's not just colleges. Like it's probably other shit, jobs, you know, um, grad school, shit like that. Like it's, I feel like it's everything right? you can grease the wheel pay the right person to get an unfair advantage over someone else who's probably more deserving. Am I just crazy? No. So you think like I think? I, yeah, I told you, it's not even a shocker to me. I think I'm shocked because it actually came out. I, I'm shocked because since it did come out, I think we have to question everything now or it's going to be, things are going to, more things are going to be questioned. Like you said, jobs and I think housing. I think oh, yeah, everything, yeah. everything, man. But I'm not surprised about it. Not at all. Good. I'm glad I'm not crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's horrible. <laughs> I think it's bad because they, if they really, like, if it's a situation where they were able to, like, insert this, you know, uh, the kids or whoever who parents paid the money, if they were able to insert them into college and they didn't take away from somebody else who deserved that admission spot, I mean, it's whatever. You just pay the money, whatever, yep. get them in, whatever, cool. But if they took a spot from somebody who actually deserved to be there at any of these prestigious schools or whatever, that's horrible, man. That's the, they already are at an advantage because their parents, are well off, you know, and who they are. And now you're taking a spot from somebody who actually worked their ass off just to make sure your kid gets into the proper school. Even even if they didn't go to school, a lot of these kids would still be in a good situation. Better than 98% of all the other kids. So this this is another thing my coworkers told me. It's a victimless crime. Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it could be. It could be if... We knew all the facts. And if all the facts pointed in that direction, possibly. Oh, how would it be a victimless crime? Like if they were able, like I said, if they were able to just go to the school, another spot was created for them that wouldn't be created otherwise. All right, cool. They got into the school or whatever. Now, the problem is they didn't deserve to be in the school. They didn't deserve to get that degree. And they might not deserve the job that they got because they got that degree from that school that they didn't deserve to be in. Exactly. You know, so then it's like, all right, it's it's a horrible situation. And like I said, it can go since it came out now, it probably can go back from, you know, George Washington days. (laughs) George Bush, anytime, man. It's always. Oh, yeah. I think it's always been this way. And that's how I feel, too. Like, I've always known the fucking deck is stacked. Like, I've just known that shit, bro. Like, because it's, 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 we like to believe it's a meritocracy, but it's really not. Like, it's, it's, it's a fucking who you know, and yeah, you know, yeah. what, what can you do for someone who is able to, you know, help you out or give you, you know, a mission to someplace that you want to be. I think the fact of calling them the victimless crime is absolutely goddamn ridiculous. Like, these children 100% absolutely do not belong in these particular schools. Like, period. You defrauding fucking this school. And I, I'm not 100% convinced the schools didn't know. Oh, yeah. Because some of this shit, like the, the the soccer coach at Yale, she had put some girl on the soccer team that never competed in soccer yeah, ever in her life. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, what in the fuck? I think if there's ever a time for a disproportionate punishment is now. Because of the precedent that this sets. We are talking about people making 
life-altering fraudulent decisions, right? Like they are altering lives fraudulently. Like they're creating profiles, you know, <clears throat> photoshopping pictures, making it seem like their kids are athletic, faking fucking test scores, flat out changing test scores, all to get into a particular school. And like you said, if you go to USC versus a Miami of Ohio, you know, no shade on Miami of Ohio, but <laughs> it ain't the same fucking caliber. Yeah. Obviously, life is going to be different. Yeah. Right. And and the top it off, bro, for a lot of these kids, it didn't even fucking matter because who their parents were. So yeah. all this shit is boils down to is, and I hate to say it, but I got to say it, it very much feels like white privilege. Yeah, for sure. Like, <laughs> like we, our type of people need to be in these schools. I don't care if my kid can't get in there. I'm going to do everything I can to put my kid there. Yeah. You know, the fucked up part, the most fucked up part about this is Lori Laughlin, Aunt Becky, her kid, they didn't fucking want to go to school. Yeah. Old girl got uh, endorsements from Sephora, Amazon, some other motherfuckers. She ain't want to go to school, but her mom wanted her to fucking be in at USC because she can't have her kid not go to school, right? Because you gotta have they gotta uphold that image. So now her mama can go to jail <laughs> because her mama wanted her to go to USC, and the kid wasn't even tripping. Ask me how I really feel. How you really feel? I'm paying that shit in a heartbeat. <laughs> And you're on the other side? Yeah, from the other side. I'm paying it. That's light. <laughs> My kid can go to Harvard? Yeah. And they can see student. Oh, I'm paying how much? I'm paying that shit in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. I feel bad for the kids who, like, the kids who are actually already in those colleges. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they have brothers and sisters or whatever. And say they're, you know, their sister or brother or whatever is in high school and all this shit came out. Now the parents looking like, oops. You better study. <laughs> you better learn some shit. <laughs> I'm gonna go to jail for this. You better make this shit count. <laughs> you can't get in like he got in. <laughs> We're gonna be going to, to fucking Harvard. You know the fucked up part about this? I thought the same thing. I was like, shit. If I got a C student and I could pay a half a mil oh, to get him into Harvard, that's and light. I'm worth $80 million. That's light. That's light. That's, that's real light. That's light work. Heartbeat. Just have it. Light work. That's why so many yeah. people, that's why so many people did it. And this nigga got football pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Got this man on the team? Yeah, I'm paying that for sure. sure. And he got football people? (laughs) Yeah, I'm paying that for sure. Yeah, I mean, it is light. Like, I feel like the dude um, undercharged. Yeah. Because of, you know, the shit that you you can get from it. Yeah. Um, It's fucked up, though. I mean, it's it's, hating because I can't pay. I mean, I'm not hating on him. I get why they did it. I I get why they did it. But hopefully this kind of... It's not, but I'm hopeful that it will kind of wake you know the yeah. America up. Like, holy shit, maybe shit ain't ain't 100 because people think, oh, we have Barack Obama as a president, so everything's cool now. Like, nah, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. nah, deck still always fucking stacked. Always, always fucking stacked. He couldn't do shit anyway, man. Nothing really changed. Shit, he couldn't do shit. Brad did some good shit. He did some good shit, but he couldn't do what he really wanted to do. We expected to be like, you know, watching like a him listening to like Lil Wayne in the Oval Office and like, you know. Why would Rocking he, with Gucci Man and all we, that's what we expected. Why, Black why, man? why would he put that on the internet though? I'm just saying we expected more of a you know a black man president. I think he was really like PC the whole time. Well, because he's the black president. That's what I'm saying. He's he, the first one, so it Yeah, sucks. you know how it is. Yeah. You know the fucked up part about it is Donald Trump is probably what white people thought Barack Obama was gonna be in 100%, 100%. the office. <laughs> all these motherfucking scandals, yeah. motherfucking eating fast food on a on a Air Force One. Like he feed McDonald's to kids who coming in from you know winning national championships and shit. Super athletes. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
I was talking to my homegirl, man, and um, speaking of relationships, mm-hmm. I know we didn't, we weren't talking about relationships. But, yeah, I don't know why you're speaking of. Speaking of relationships, whatever, bro. <laughs> Good old segue. <laughs> um, you know the biggest gamble that I hear that women take in relationships. What? You find a guy, you know, say you guys are both single or whatever, and you guys are feeling each other. You guys are going out, having fun, you know, sexually active. You know, going to y'all, the movies. Y'all fucking. Yeah, y'all banging or whatever. Going to the movies, hanging out or whatever. And the guy says he doesn't want to be in a relationship. What's wrong with that? That's a huge gamble. What you mean it's a huge gamble? That's a huge gamble. That's not a gamble. You know what the fuck is happening going in. Nah. Because then I think what most you mean, women, nah? Because most guys... Because I've said that before too. And that's just because I haven't found the right one. If I, I find that, the right one, she can make me change my mind. I tell you this, bro. If she may be the right one, you don't tell her that. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. Hey, dude. It, you, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I know relatively short end. If this is someone I may be fucking with for a long time, or I'm just kind of trying to have fun with this chick. And if you think there's some chick you try to have fun with, you let her know up front, yeah, I'm not looking for a relationship. So you can have that plausible deniability when three months down the road and you're like, yeah, I don't want to hang out with you anymore. She start crying. Like, well, I told you that I didn't want to have a relationship. But you don't tell that to the chick. You're like, ah, oh, damn, man, she fine. She cool to hang out with. Let me see where this goes. You don't tell her that. I come out the gates with that. Every time? Uh, <laughs> I'm, shooting that, I'm shooting that Kobe from the line. 80, 80%. 80%. Yeah, I'm, about, I'm starting off with that, man. Always. You start off with, I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm not looking for a relationship. So you, both of you guys swipe. Fuck, which way is it to connect? Right? Right. Okay, both of you guys swipe right. It's a match. Your first message is, I'm looking for a relationship. What's up? Nah, nah, I'm going to break it down. I'm going to say it like it, it, during the first conversation, whether it's on the phone or, you know, if we're on the app or whatever. Yeah, I'm, the first thing I'm like, yeah, I ain't really looking for a relationship right now. I don't want to get too serious. Uh, but then if, if they cool with it, then they cool with it. If they really want a relationship, then it's, you know, we gonna, it's a discussion. I don't and it's any, like, well, I got to find the right. I oh, know you good. But I was thinking, I think a lot of women think the same way, not, you know, as I do, but... I'm sure they think when a guy says that and they find the, they think they found the right one, they're thinking like, all right, I can leave him and go back into the muddy waters, as Jay Prince would say, and just start all the way over, find somebody new who I might not like, who might be a jerk, or I can just stick around with this guy, have fun, and hopefully change his mind that, or show him that I'm a cool person to be with. That's stupid. It's a gamble, though. No, it's not a gamble. It's dumb. It's a gamble. So if someone tells you, I don't want a relationship, you're like, I don't believe you. I'm going to change your mind. Mm-hmm. Bitch, you can't be mad. You can't. Eight weeks later, when he's like, fucking somebody else. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we stand firm. <laughs> I told you I don't want a relationship. Yeah. Like, I, I don't understand that. I, I don't think it's a gamble. If a guy tells you, PSA for all women, if a guy tells you, tells you some shit that you don't like, it's like a super red flag. You're not going to change his mind. Like it's not gonna happen. I don't know. No, no, no woman has ever in life changed my mind about anything when it comes to like what, what I want to do in a relationship. Not once ever. Never. Never. I've never been like I don't want a relationship. And then I meet some chick and I'm like, oh man, maybe I, don't, maybe I want a relationship now. Like no, nah, fuck that. If you don't want a relationship and that's your mindset, you won't allow yourself to you know get into that position where it's like, oh man, I miss her. No, you or, do. You do. Nah. Fuck Shit. Hey, no, you dude. don't. Because oh, if you say you don't want, at least, for, at least for me, when I say I don't want a relationship right now, that means I was courting multiple women at the same time. Exactly. So she, she hit me up on a Wednesday, like, well, well Wednesday is Susan night, so I can't I can't fuck with you this night. Nah, I can't make it. Like, I, I'm not even in that 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 realm 
to you can get change. into a relationship. No. You can change. For How sure. you gonna change if you you find the right one? You be like, damn, she's really cool. She cooks good. She travels whenever I want to hang out with her. Or you know, she's available. She's she's pretty. She's dedicated. She's not messing with nobody else. I don't know anybody else who's been with her. She man, you can chicks can change your mind. Dog, I've had chicks met me all those criteria, and I've fucked around on them because I didn't want a relationship at the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. You can, I think I've I've done the same thing. Like I thought I found a good one or whatever, and. Not change my mind. I found a good one to change. I don't know. It's just one of those things where I think it happens a lot. Guys get their minds changed? I don't know about get their mind, but they start fucking with women more than they expected to at the beginning. Yeah, but you also, I mean, shit, maybe I'm different, bro. Maybe I'm one of those guys where I feel like everyone has an expiration date like in your life. It's like, all right, you, when I say expiration date, I mean, you need to kill them. But what I'm saying <laughs> is like they've, they've taught you all you, that you can learn from them and it's time to move on. Right, boom. Nothing else is gonna happen from this relationship with this person. And if you're in this mind frame of like, look, I'm just, I'm not trying to settle down. You know, I'm just talking to as many, you know, people, women, men as I want to talk to, or you know, whoever tickles my fancy. If you're in that mindset, I don't see how you can do take the necessary steps to settle down with the person, or to just like, I'm gonna put everything aside for this person. Like, I really don't because you you're not even giving that person your full attention. Like but you're splitting your attention with other people because you haven't found the right one yet. You're still trying to find the right the right one. So, do you, all right, let me ask you this question: Do yes. you think when you were in your early twenties, when you were a savage, just going around throwing dick indiscriminately, mm-hmm. do you think some woman could have came out of nowhere and been like and made you stop doing that? Hundred percent. So, of all the women that you met in your early twenties, none of them, not not one of them, had any potential. Any, any long-term potential? Like, you know what? I see myself with her for the rest of my life. Um, Maybe a few. But, I mean, it wasn't a situation where I don't think I was... I'm happy that I didn't because I don't think I was ready. But there's a couple that I look back on now after, like, you know, 10, 20, you know, people that I've messed with after them. Yeah. It's like, man, that other one, I should have just... Stuck with stuck her? Stuck it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I've, I've seen that situation. But, I mean, it's... Yeah, if you find the right one, you find the right one. I mean, if you... If you find, if you're like you said, courting multiple women, women at once, and you, you know, you find the one where it's like, all right, cool, she's great, she has everything, you know, in order. I rock with her, and she let me have. She has threesomes. She's, you know, <laughs> money. She pays for dinner. She, I, I like, love you, it. That was the first thing you said. That's what and she got threesomes. Yeah, that's that's a big that's a big part of it. Because if you're courting multiple women, that's because you want multiple women. If you got a one who's down with bringing other women into the relationship, and like you know, you guys working out or whatever, that's that's a game changer. That is a game changer. That's a game changer. Because, yeah. like, wait, all right, I'm, I still want to be with you, but if I can have someone else, like, sometimes with you, that's, all right, that's, I don't know, man. That keeps spice. You want to hear something crazy? Of, of always. I'm not a real big fan of threesomes. It's kind of like double dutch. He's waiting your turn, jump in. Not wait, a real wait, big wait, fan. Waiting your turn. Yeah, I'm not a real big fan. I mean, so there's certain things you can you can do, right? Like it's like, all right, you know, but it's never I don't know, man. So the chicks like each other more than they liked you. Well, that was one one you missed out on. And <laughs> <laughs> so quick aside. Nah, man, let's just, nah, let's just nah, 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 nah. I got I gotta tell the people. <laughs> we this. Already, they heard this already, man. I, about the threesome that you yeah, missed out on? Yeah, I'm when, sure. When? This is we a year in. When? When did they hear about a threesome you missed they, out on? They've tomorrow? heard about this. Well, if you haven't heard about this, because we got a new audience. <laughs> Our richest grown? <laughs> long time ago. Long time ago. When I was an undergrad. Me and Amari hanging out at the club. We meet some, 
to to some we meet I meet a chick in the club. She has like a roommate or whatever. They're getting deployed. So long story short, we they invite us back to you know their house. I'm calling, texting, doing everything I can to get Amari's like attention. Like, yo, they want us to come over. Amari just doesn't fucking respond. Ever. Like I called the dude 13 times in a row. 13 times in a row. And when I say in a row, I mean from the initial ring until the fucking voicemail <laughs> message started. 13 times. The motherfucker never picked up. So I go over there by myself, and I end up having a threesome with two women. One of the women were expecting Amari over there. Mark texts me the next morning like, ah, oh, fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So she got that out. So she got that out, man. Let me tell my side. <laughs> Honestly, man, I don't remember much because it was the club and we were drinking. And I remember we left the club. Like yes. we, the, the, it was late. It was three, four, five a.m. Mm-hmm. Super late. I'm already been drinking. I'm trying to go home. I went home <laughs> expecting like, all right, if something happened, man, hit me up. Like, I'm uh, I'm up. If you hit me up, I'll yeah. come. Yeah, he said that. Those were his exact words. If something happened, hit me up. It, it, drunk at the club. It's 4 a.m. Yeah, hit me up. I'm good. I'm up. I'm up. I'm wide awake. <laughs> I got home. I took that drunk nap. <laughs> drunk nap? My nigga, you went to sleep. Man, you know when you go to sleep and you just don't even take off your clothes? Yeah. Like, you know, still club clothes? You wake up. What the fuck? The hell? Still club clothes. You wake up. The first football game, I'm like, shit. <laughs> That's what it was. I was like, all right, whatever. Man. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was mad at him until I got there, and it was like they were still down. I was like, eh, fuck it, cool. You missed out on one too. When you never told me this shit. You, what, what club was it at? It was at Aria, I believe. No, it was at Dre's. When? What the fuck happened? When we met the, um, we met the. They were African. Duh, none of this is ringing a bell. We went back to their room. This was a long time ago. Probably around the same time the, the random threesome happened. <laughs> but we were at the club and we were in line. We were going, we were waiting in line at Dre's and it was some African or whatever. You know, if I see somebody, you know, I try to communicate yeah. with them or whatever. And we ended up, you know, communicating or whatever. I think after the club, I don't know if we ended up getting in and like meeting them inside and coming back or whatever. But we ended up back at their place. You remember they had that folk, they had a big ass suite and they had that, oh, that pull out mattress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, it was, and it was hella people in the room. And it was that little Rihanna in the, in the bathtub. She was like crying or something. <laughs> yeah, I remember this. Yeah. You, you missed out on one too. No. Okay, so let me tell my side of this fucking story, bro. <laughs> First of all, it wasn't just a bunch of chicks, there was one like English dude in there. Who, he was old dude. I don't give a shit. I think he like paid for everything. Yeah, but he was fucking the Rihanna chick who was in the bathtub. Oh, so, yeah, sure. alright, so there was this chick in the bathtub. There was one cute chick out of the three. No, no, no. Just be fair. Don't disrespect me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember his one cute chick out of the three. And that was the one who was crying in the fucking bathtub. <laughs> so I walk in there and I'm like, uh, this shit's super weird. And then there's just like this other fucking Englishman who didn't have a shirt on. I'm like, look, I ain't trying to have sex that involves some random fucking dude that I don't know. Let me get up out of here. So what ended up happening after I left? I remember I left and I remember the sun was coming up and I was walking yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that shit to my car. What ended up happening? I think he was like, he was the money man. I think they, I don't know if they, uh, if he, because they were all from the Bay Area. They yeah. were into like medical stuff or whatever. And I think he had bought like two rooms because I think when I was there, it was multiple. I didn't know everybody who was there. It was like, 
like people coming in, coming out. They have multiple rooms on that floor. So it might be a girl coming in from another room, like, hey, what you guys doing? She would leave and come in, come out. It was like multiple people. And I think that Rihanna chick and that English guy, I think he picked her up and took her to like another room or some shit. And so the best looking one got taken to another room. I mean, you know, we have different preferences. Like, we, you know, you like what you like, I like what I like. And the first one, I ain't gonna lie, she wasn't all that. But, <laughs> Solid but, three. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. But I don't want to talk about it. Let's talk about it. What, what are you afraid of? No, I ain't afraid of shit. You think they listening? They no, like, I just don't know the exact details. You gave me your real I, name? I forget. Huh? You gave me your real name? What do you mean? You get you, Those chicks know your real name. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, you tripping, bro. What you mean? I was Kevin. I don't remember. I ended up messing with her later on, too. Oh. You know, so she was just cool. Just cool chick. Um... But yeah, I ended up getting her, the one, the main one, and then the other one, I guess it was something. She was going in different rooms and she came in while we were doing our thing or whatever. She was ready yeah. too. Ah, damn. And she was she was the best one. The Rihanna chick? No, no, no. The other not the one who I got initially, the one who came in, like, oh, what you guys doing? Oh, she's so, the other chick out. So the one who like just came in that we've never seen before. No, we she was there at the club initially. They oh, were missed, they were I together. They were together. Yeah, I missed that. So for the record, I didn't see the chicks you until didn't. no no until after. After the, we left the club. Because you had talked to him, but mm, I, possibly, I would, yeah. Yeah, You had yeah. talked to him, but I, I didn't see him until after we left the club. And apparently, I didn't see the best looking one. Yeah. Well, I went home, got me a little egg white omelet, went to the crib, <laughs> ate half of it and fell asleep. I remember that. I woke up with a half of a cold ass <laughs> omelet in my bed. <laughs> oh, man. The days. Oh, uh, yeah. So, just go to college. If, if you're contemplating whether or not you should go to college, just go to college. Yeah. <laughs> Not necessarily for the education, but at least for the experiences. If you can pay to go to a better one, eh. <laughs> Do that too. <laughs> or have your parents pay you to get into a better one. I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, man. Um, damn, well, I want to talk about something, man. Social media. Oh, yeah. This, social media. Speaking of social media. I was doing the uh, the whole rabbit hole or whatever, and um, I was thinking. What the is, rabbit hole? The going is, you know, just. Thinking about things or whatever, looking up stuff, you know, conspiracy stuff or whatever. You know, you have like the reports, you know, saying that we're into social media too much. Like it's all, it's on our phones, it's on our devices, it's on our TV, yeah. it's, it's all over the place. Computers. I think social media has got to a point where it's never going away. It's oh, always going to be no. some form of social media. I agree. Every single movie, every single report, every single conversation. That I listen to involves some form of social media. Yeah, I can see that. What and it's always Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the Snapchat, big ones. the big yeah. ones. No what one, if, no one on any Google Plus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think Facebook. Yeah, yeah, I think it was going away actually. Yeah, and I know Facebook owns Instagram. Mm-hmm. What if all these companies got together and created something where it was some marketing campaign where less. Basically, give social media a bad name and bring it into all conversation. Like, oh, you guys are on social media too much. Do something else other than social media. As much as you say social media, it's just more publicity for them. Yeah. What? So you're saying what if they told people to not use social media? Just so we would use it. Oh, we. Would, I don't think it would change how people use it. I think we would use it more. Probably they would share it. Ironically, yeah. you would share the the message not to use social media on your social media platforms. But I'm saying, what if they're behind this whole social media? You know, the iPhone coming out with like this like statistics of you know Instagram, Facebook, whatever your screen time or whatever. What if social media, whoever owns social media, is the big whoever? What if they're behind this whole campaign to like end social media or just 
divert us away from social media to bring us towards social media more. It's possible. It's the old false flag shit? Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. What if? I was watching a video, Casey Neistat. Um, I, don't know if I, said his, I don't know if I said his name correctly. It's, it's Casey. He's a big YouTuber. Okay. Um, he's done some HBO documentaries or whatever. If you, He looks like Sean Penn. If you watch his video, you've probably seen him somewhere if you've been on the internet. I would say he looks like Sean Penn. He looks like, look like Sean Penn. <laughs> um, I'm sure some viewers will know. He got like 20 million YouTube subscribers, mm-hmm. so he's huge. Um, but yeah, he made a video about social media, not using social media or whatever, moving it from his phone or whatever. And I'm thinking in my head, like, I know this video is going to get millions of views. Him saying that he's not going to utilize social media, that's just getting social media more popular. Yeah. I agree. And then I started thinking about everything. Like, what if every single thing, maybe not everything, uh, the majority of things that we see in the media, what if everything is fake? Everything is fake. Tell me more, Donald. No. (laughs) (laughs) What if, because I was also watching a, uh, I saw a video about a jeweler and. Jacob? No, no, no. It was a jeweler. He had a ski mask. It called me because, you know, he had a ski mask on, but he was talking to some, the the guy who I rock with, he was interviewing him Mm -hmm. and he basically sells fake watches. Okay. And he has fake money that people rent out for videos, Instagram models. He said football players, rappers, politicians buy his fake watches. They're like, you know, $2,000, $1,500, but they are actually replicas of like a $200,000 watch. But you can't tell the difference. And he says he sold over 10,000 watches. So he doesn't even know which ones are real or which, which ones, ones are fake. fake. Like, that is, this is crazy. To me. I are was you surprised like, about that? I'm not surprised about that, but I'm just thinking, I started thinking about like, what is real? Like, it's come to a point now, like back in the day, you you know, you watch a show or whatever. And it's like, you would want to see like a good production value. You know, you want to see some good lines, some good acting, right. some good stuff, whatever. That was, that's what brought you to the situation. Right. Now it's like totally flipped. I want to see the real stuff. Yeah. I want to see something where I can see if somebody's being honest and really being them. What if it's all a marketing campaign just to get I mean, on? The, the majority of it is. I mean, that's one 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 of the reasons why we started this podcast is because we were tired of the fake bullshit. Yeah, you can kind of tell just kind of like the phrasing and shit people use when, mm-hmm. when they say shit uh, when they're responding to you know certain <clears> events <throat> or whatever. It doesn't. I guess fakeness is always there's always like some kind of hint of it when it comes to. You know how you are as a person. Yeah, like there's always a little hint, like some something about this don't seem like this mm-hmm. doesn't seem right. And but I think part of that, like drive towards everyone being fake and you know buying fake watches and all this other shit is it's all about appearances, right? No, people don't really care don't enough to you know have a debate and grow as, as a society as much as they care about how they are perceived as. True. Right. You, you know. Otherwise. Why are social media influencers even a fucking thing? Like, why is that a thing? Like, why do I care what some person somewhere in America, I have no idea who they are, where they are, um, thinks about a particular product? I don't give a shit. Like, do, do, do I really care? Like, you some regular-ass person like I'm a regular-ass person. But it, we've gotten to the point now where these people make millions of dollars because they influence, you know, hundreds of millions of people. Yeah. And it's all based on... Deception, right? Because 100%. the we recently had legislation that requires you know quote unquote social media influencers to say whether or not they're getting paid for a particular ad or, or, or post links and all right some stuff. shit like that. 
Otherwise, people just think, oh, they they genuinely like this product. Now I'm gonna go buy it because you know they like it. And that kind of gonna kind of harkens back to our, I guess, this idol culture we have where we just idolize people for whatever fucking reason. Like everybody put on their pants the same way as everyone else. It you know it's, it, it's gotten worse, I think, over time because at first it was you idolize people that were great at what they did. You know, athletes, actors, uh, you know, directors, writers, authors, shit like that. Now you just idolize people because they have a following. Like, for instance, we were talking earlier about Lori Laughlin's daughter. She ain't done shit of note. Nope. <clears throat> but she has millions of Instagram followers. Why? They're followers. Because she's cute. Like, I don't understand. They're followers. <laughs> like, I've I, the word. Like, I, I, I don't even, I, I, I really don't even get it. Like, like what service is she, is she providing? I, I don't understand. It's, she has, they're, they're all followers. It's easy to follow a, a person who has a million followers as opposed to someone who only has 10. Yeah. You don't know why. You don't care. The, what, you don't care. Why is that though? It's like, we don't, we don't look at the post, the quality of the post. I'm guilty of it myself, where I just like I follow you know a person or whatever because I I know them from mm-hmm. whatever thing, and then you know a month or so goes by and I'm seeing these posts I'm like these posts are straight bullshit. Yeah. And I, I go to the profile, look at like all the posts the person's had over the past three or four months. There's nothing but bullshit. Like why am I following this person? I unfollow. Yeah, yeah. But millions of people just want to like peer into that person's life, and they think by seeing by following them on social media, they get to see what that person is doing. It's like some voyeuristic type, true, sick shit. Like why? Why do we care? Like why, why do we care? You know what kind of dog Kim Kardashian gets? Who gives a fuck? Like it ain't your dog. You gotta take care of it. You ain't gotta walk it. Why do you care? Why do you care what type of water Kim Kardashian likes? Because we're not doing work. When I when I say we, I mean society, America, or whatever. It's. It's, I don't man, it's nasty to me, man. You know, I'm not, I've never like, I've never followed, honestly, I've never followed someone, like went to someone's page on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, and just saw like, oh man, they got that blue check mark or they got a million followers or whatever. Let me, let me subscribe. I've never done that. Yeah. But I can see how you can, I can see how you can do that. I've clicked on videos because it had a million views and I didn't know anything about it. Maybe the title got me a little bit. Yeah. And then I saw the view count. I'm like, okay, maybe it's dope. Just has to be something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's just, it's programmed into us. It's like I, I was I was thinking even more, man. I was like I was trying to figure out a situation that has happened to someone that was a negative situation that didn't, you know, result in like jail or death or whatever, where the person didn't eventually become higher than what they were. Like, you know, end up in a better position. But they didn't benefit for this. From um, that, that negative, you know, situation that they went to. Went seemingly to. bad position. That yeah, I, I can't think of one. Rich the Kid, I told you earlier that I was started listening, you know, listening to his music. And I think I started really rocking with him when I heard that he got, like, set up by his girlfriend. His girlfriend was like, I forget her name or whatever, but she's like a popular, like, Instagram model, rap, mm-hmm. you know, chick or whatever. And supposedly she set him up, you know, brought him over to her house and had some people rob him. You know, and then she got slapped in the face or whatever to make it seem like, you know. Dirty she did, yeah. yeah. But I mean, that's how I started following him. And a lot of people, you know, you would go through the comments or you could see like, oh man, you got set up, you stupid, you should have known, like you should have been messing with her, blah, blah, blah. You got beat up, you a sucker, you should have had a gun, you, you know, but it's like, all right, cool. I know that. I mean, it can happen to anyone, you know, that's what I'm thinking in my head. But then it's like, what if he set that up? I know she probably set it up, yeah. but what if he set it up where it's like, fuck it, I'm going to take this chance. See like, what happens. 
like anybody can relate to this. Just, if it's something where it's like it can happen to anyone and, and multiple people, the you know, the masses can relate to it. Some people are going to be like, oh, you a suck. You shouldn't let that happen. You should have had a gun. You should have. But a lot of people are going to be like, I can see how that shit can happen. Like you rocking with a girl. You yeah. got 50000 on you. You young. You got money. Like you've been rocking. Like that shit can happen to anyone. And then it's like, now I feel kind of bad for Rich Kid. Let me, let me listen to his music. I don't know who he is. Let me listen to him. Let me see what he's about. That's what happened to me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what if everything that we see on fucking media, the news, everything is just set up? It's a control. I wouldn't be surprised if it was. It's crazy. I I, I really wouldn't be. But I stopped myself. Fucking Jesse. (laughs) Fuck that. Fuck Jesse. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Uh, him and Michael. Fuck them both. If, Fuck Jesse Smollett and Michael Jackson. I'm, I'm you gonna uh, say my bad man to cut you off, but no worries. Go ahead. If we if Jesse doesn't go to jail, I know we already talked about him, whatever, we just gonna wait for whatever happened, happen. If he does not go to jail, if he does not serve any jail time, he's gonna have a better career than he did if he if all this shit didn't happen. Oh, hundred percent. So people like people gonna think, oh man, he really got he really got beat up in the police. Yeah. Accuse him of little shit that he didn't do. This, you can't trust fucking police. Yeah. This nigga went from Nobody knowing who he is unless you watch Empire to he's the fucking Jesse. He owns fucking Jesse. (laughs) (laughs) Like like name a Jesse bigger than him. Uncle Jesse from Full House? (laughs) Jesse Ventura? No, there's not one. You see Jesse in the media right now, it's that dude. Always. Yeah. He didn't have his power before. He didn't. He took that gamble. Hopefully it pays off for him. Yeah, hopefully. But I mean, the thing is, I, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of the shit was orchestrated. Just to get the publicity. Because the old mm-hmm. adage is, there's no bad publicity. Mm-hmm. Right? No such thing as bad publicity. If you get your name out there, shit, Rich the Kid, he has this set up, and then you start listening to his music, I'm sure you aren't the only person. Nope. Like, anytime I hear some shit like that, I'm like, who is this person? All right, mm-hmm. take a look. Yeah, Other exactly. than fucking Almighty J. I was like, nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that whack-ass name. Yeah. Like, you, just, you just set this up. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that video, you just running away in your socks, bro. <laughs> That movie back in the day, Powder. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that shit was too too bad of a look to like I said. You didn't even fight back. Like yeah. the video started with you on the ground. Yeah. That shit was all bad. Bro. It was bad. Man. It was terrible. It was terrible. So outside of that, I mean, I, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I think a lot of um, artists are just like, shit, I don't know what to do. Fucking, I think Tiger is one of them. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't know what to do. Shit, let me hit up Soldier Boy. Hey, Soldier Boy, start saying my name a yeah. lot. Yeah. yeah, and now like you know the whole fucking the the IG live video whatever, yeah. and people start searching Tiger. Yeah. I don't think that it's a coincidence that Tiger had his biggest hit in conjunction with that Soldier Boy video during that time. Talking yeah. about saying Tiger, yeah. like I, I don't think it's only as a coincidence. And so, Black China was involved in that as well, of course, because she has a baby with Tiger. And after all this situation happened, Soldier Boy started apparently dating Black China. Was it Black China he was fucking? Or was it someone else? Who? So I thought, I thought he's fucking like uh, some other rap niggas chick. Soldier Boy? Yeah. No, he was actually like, he was out with Black China after all that Tiger shit happened. So uh, like, you know, throw some, you know, throw some blood on like, hey, I got your baby mom. Yeah. Like, chilling with me. Yeah. yeah. Paid her that 50000 <laughs> So I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think everything we see is real. And I think people need to, need to recognize that. Like, I really do. Yeah. Because... <laughs> a lot of this shit gasses up a lot of motherfuckers to do some crazy shit. Like the the my granddaddy always told me 
believe none of what you see. No, excuse me. Believe none of what you read and half of what you see. He always told me that shit. And it's no more truer than when he told me when I was an eight-year-old boy in fucking Detroit as it is in 2019. Probably more. Probably more so. Yeah. Because, you know, with doctrine and all that other mm-hmm. bullshit. When we were talking about Instagram influencers, half of these motherfuckers, like, Photoshop the photos that they post on Instagram. Oh, yeah. So people are liking these fake-ass photos. They like the shit that never even happened. And then they start idolizing these people that haven't done the things they think they've done and the reason why they idolize them. Yeah. Like, it's a like a crazy-ass, vicious fucking, like, circle um, when it comes to social media and, like, the, the power it has over people's lives. Because it, it very much brings people together, but at the same time, it, you know, disconnects people or it makes people feel just bad about themselves. Yeah, it creates depression, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, constantly. No, 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 because we talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a study that people who are more active on social media generally report a lower level of happiness than people who aren't. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, because they see this shit, they think it's real, and they're like, oh, man, I'm not in Fiji, or I'm not, you know, skiing in fucking Aspen. My life is terrible. I want to commit suicide. Bah! Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. You know, sad face emoji. Yeah. But that shit ain't fucking real. Nope. Like, that's yeah. the crazy part about it. This- like, the shit you see is not what is actual reality, but you compare yourself to this fictional character yeah. and this appearance this person wants to see, like the people who are buying... Uh, the fake watches for two thousand dollars, but acting like the fucking watches cost three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's all crazy, man. I, social media is it's nasty, dude. Like I was like I'm into like cars, so I watch a lot of like car videos, like you know Lamborghinis, Ferrari, all cars. But you know you watch videos of cars that you you know you aspire to have. Yeah, you know, and it's like I watch those like faithfully, like religiously, and it came to a point where it was like I felt myself like not feeling like I'm doing enough in life. Like how the hell did they got this car? And I I don't. You know, mm-hmm. they, not knowing what their situation is, not knowing what they've done or whatever. I just feel like I can't have, I, I don't see myself having that. So I feel bad about myself. Yeah. So I started watching that shit. I started watching like you know, self-help shit. <laughs> so stop watching this shit. Yeah, yeah. I started watching that shit. <laughs> so I started watching like self-help shit, business shit, like stuff that would allow me to like bridge the gap between, you know, the situation that I'm in now and so that situation, be, right? you know, where I want to be. I started feeling great. Yeah, great about myself. Not watching that car shit, still knowing I want to get there, but not watching the shit, not having it in my face like 100 percent of the time. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, I start feeling great. Like, man, I can see how. Okay, how much is it a month? Like, you start breaking down like the cars and amount, and what you got to do to have this, and if you buy this, you know, the investment, you know, will pay you back dividends. And you can pay. I could start seeing that shit, and I'm like, all right, I'm cool now. Let me let me start by watching the car videos. <laughs> I immediately started feeling bad again. Oh damn! I was like, I was like, this shit is crazy. Yeah, and we're stuck using it as entertainment. This is YouTube shit. We're using it as entertainment, but it's like it's like controlling us and like making us feel like I'm, I'm using YouTube as you know, grouping that into the social media. You know, it's part of, no, it's definitely social media. Yeah, how's it not? Yeah, and it's like it's crazy, dude. It's like. I'm watching somebody else live their best life and making me feel, or is, and it's making me feel bad about my current life. Well, the fucked up thing is, it's not necessarily that person's best life. I mean, they could easily, yeah, rent, yeah, yeah. they could easily rent these cars. Yeah. Like, oh shit, look what I just bought. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, it's all of it's, it's all production. Like, if you like, none of the people on social media, they don't be stuttering, they don't say the wrong shit, they don't, you know, like look crazy or fall or stumble or right. whatever, ever, you know, but. So you just, you know, it's like, you know, cut and edited and all this other shit or whatever. But when you see it, you feel like it's so real because it's like, you don't see any other cameraman. You see the person with the camera. So it's like, man, this is real. They really got this life. They really talk like this. Mm -hmm. They really look like this. They really drive this type of shit. And it's like, 
I don't know. Even me, like I'm super, like you said, you know, like we don't think about the idols and we don't idolize, you know, people or whatever. But it's like you still are influenced, kind of. Kind of. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, and it's like, fuck, you see this all the time. It's like, man, these guys are living great life or whatever. Why don't I got that shit, man? It's just, I can only imagine somebody who's like easily influenced and idolizing, you know, who idolizes other celebrities and famous people, man. It's dope. Social media probably has tripled the amount of depressed people we have in society. Well, I mean, sh- people have killed themselves with social media. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. All jokes aside, I mean, it, it's a it's a real problem. The cyberbullying yeah. and you know, just feeling bad about stuff in general. And I'm, I'm the same way about videos and shit like that mm-hmm. when it comes to like fitness or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you see someone like, "Fuck, man, I wish I could look like that. I wish I could look like that," or something like that. And you just feel bad about yourself. Like, man, I had a fucking egg and muffin two weeks ago. This is why I ain't fucking. <laughs> 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 this is why I ain't in shape like this motherfucker. Yeah. Is, you know. Uh, and I, the same thing happened to me. I just stopped following them mm-hmm. and my self esteem improved. My self confidence improved and I didn't go back like you did, mm-hmm. but it, you know, you see someone at the gym or you see someone online, like just cause you scrolling through or whatever. Like it still makes you like, fuck, I wish I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I know I'm not where I would want to be and I wish I was, you know, closer to where this person is. So, I mean, I could, I could completely get it. But I think what's the most fucked up part about it is how you said like no one's stumbling or stuttering and all this other shit. Cause so you know it's not a hundred percent okay, we're gonna start rolling and then we're gonna finish rolling when I'm done talking. Yeah, yeah. Like no fucking way. Hell no. No fucking way. Uh and that's one of the reasons why, you know, I don't heavily edit this show. Because we when we started out, we always said, look, this shit's gonna be hundred percent real, yeah. we're gonna be fucking talking. Always. Um so I don't edit out like the, the ums, the ahs, the stutters, the, you know, the, the too long pauses because this is what the conversation is. And that's just lost nowadays, man. When you see something on Instagram, especially fucking Instagram, you only got a minute or like Facebook or whatever. It's the most polished product that person can put out. For sure. And it's not, that means it's not real. That means it's necessarily not a real product if it's super fucking polished. Mm-hmm. And you're basing your life. I mean, shit, you are, I am. We're basing our lives off something that's super fucking polished and not a accurate representation of reality. Mm-hmm. And we we make we feel bad about ourselves based on this false image this person is providing. Yeah, and we are the only fucking ones. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I, we're both college educated. You know, but think about the people who aren't. You know, who, who who don't recognize that, you know, who, who who don't have the thought to be like, oh, wait a minute. There's no way that he could have talked for 20 fucking minutes and not stuttered once. No mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> like, no ums, no us for 20 minutes. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You know, think about those people. So they look at it like, fuck, man, I'm not doing shit with my life. I just feel bad about myself, yeah. you know, and it drives up fucking, you know, depression and depression sometimes leads to suicide. It's a fuck reality. Because, you know, like, like I said before, we aren't just competing with our neighbors now and people we know. We're competing with the world. Yeah. You know, you see crazy shit online. And you, you know, you see some shit and you're like, oh, fuck, I'm, I'm not doing anything. You know, I might as well you know, off myself. It's yeah. fucked up. Yeah, it's horrible, man. It's, I was going to say something, but I forgot. <laughs> and, like, online isn't, like, uh, it isn't a friendly place. Right, so if you go online and express the concerns that we're having, like, man, I'm just not feeling good about myself. People will get on there. I, I dollars to fucking donuts. People will get on there and say, "Well, kill yourself." Like, you will have one kill yourself comment. Like, you will have at least one. Yeah. If the right person sees that shit, they're gonna be like, "Kill yourself." Just get it over with. What are you doing? 
Like, it, it, so it's not a friendly place. So yeah, you can't funny. even go to. The fucked up part is social media makes you feel bad about yourself, but you can't go to social media to make yourself feel, make yourself feel better. You know what's. It's it's crazy, dude. I agree. Either, we're talking about like you know we were talking about dating and like you know taking a gamble with relationships. Even if you go like to those dating apps and you see like the pictures that the post the, the person posts or whatever, I was thinking about it. It's like those aren't even real pictures. No, like, <laughs> just imagine how many times they took the picture like the pose or whatever. Like I don't even really take pictures like that, but I know when I do. I might have taken a picture like two, three times to really get the right pose or whatever. I'm really trying to do yeah. something, you know, cool or whatever. Yeah. Just imagine a video. Mm-hmm. Like there's, we're talking about just the picture is just one one split second of a, a fucking image. The video has, what, 60 frames a second? Yeah. You know, some crazy amount. Like it's, dog, it's, all this shit is fake, dude. I think not all of it, but <laughs> a, a lot, lot of, of it is fake, man. A lot of it is fake, man. And doctored up to seem real. It's, I think we're getting to that point where it's like, People know they don't want to see the real fake shit. That's why the sitcoms aren't doing like the, you know, we'll probably never have another Family Matters, another Martin, another Jamie Foxx show, no, another Fresh Prince or whatever. We ain't going to, we can't connect like we did back then because we have too many options. Like you said now, like you're not competing with just, you know, your neighbor, you're competing with the whole world. Yeah. With the clip of a button, you yeah. know? So it's nasty, man, dude. I think it's, it's coming to a point now where it's like people are faking being real. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's it's just all crazy, dude. Like that's why now with the, I think we when we were talking about the Jesse shit early on, I was like, man, this shit happened all the time. You know, I think we were talking like not going in like everybody else was. You know, like this is a horrible situation, or whatever. It's just like, like no, I was going in on him. I was, was going in on him. I was going in on him. Yeah, I mean, on the situation, I was. I remember I was thinking like, man, I ain't tripping about this dude getting beat up. Whatever. Yeah, it's not I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it, it turns out to be fake. It's like I don't know, man. This it's it's all crazy, dude. When you got to hire a publicist. I never want to be as, as so rich or so popular that I have to hire a publicist. I mean, you could be rich and popular and not hire a publicist. That's what I, I'd rather be that. If I feel like, damn, I need a publicist. The publicist just creating some fake shit. <laughs> <laughs> Their job is to create some fake ass shit. Well, shit. You keep your image up. Sometimes you got to keep your image up. Nah, fuck that. Man. <laughs> I just want to be me. <laughs> Let me just be. I'm making mistakes. Like if we, I'd rather have a base where it's like, you know, you watch some people and it's like, Nah, that's just them. Like they can say some fucked up shit, and it's like, nah, that's just what they do. Yeah, like that, like family, like family, Family Guy, Family Guy, yeah, Family Guy. They say the most racist shit, the most horrible shit, but it's like, nah, it's Family Guy. Yeah, no one, no one's complaining. Family Guy is racist. We need to take it off the air. Yeah. No one's doing that. Nah, they hitting everybody. Yeah. Everybody getting shot. Everybody, everybody getting shot. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather be like that, man. Than just being have to uh, appeal to the masses, you know, and still have that. Yeah, it's it's, it's nasty, dude. I guess it just, it all goes into like I guess your base, you know, the the beginning, you know, how you got popular. You right. Know? Yeah. If you got popular on some fuck shit, like yeah. some fake shit, you then you, you got you got to keep it up. Yeah. And I, I like we had this conversation. Remember, like talking about rappers and Drake versus yeah. um Kevin Gates. And I would never want to feel like I'm in the position where I can't be myself in order to maintain whatever lifestyle mm-hmm. I have. Yeah. Because I feel like that's the ultimate prison. Like, I get it. Your freedom isn't literally taken away from you, but it is. Like you're a, you're fearful of being who you are because you think you may lose everything. Yeah. Like that shit is terrible. Yeah. You know. Um, that's why I empathize with a lot of like closeted gay people because I like all right. You can't be yourself because if you be yourself, then you lose it all. Yeah. You know. So thankfully now our society is more accepting. But shit, back in like the eighties and nineties oh, yeah. when we were growing up, that shit was terrible. Yeah, hell no. 
so I mean I empathize with some of these some of these celebrities and these people and I understand it. So that's why you know I don't take them to task other than Jesse because you know you don't use you know, homophobia or racism as a launching pad. Like come on, like, yeah, that's horrible. No, like with all the advancements you know in, that we've had in society, you don't you don't want to discredit or make people disbelieve legitimate claims of racism and homophobia. Yeah. You know, because the next person that gets attacked and, you know, say these motherfuckers said that they were coming after me because I was black. They're like, oh, yeah, you're that Jesse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Decrease the severity. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy, dude. Like, it's, with Jesse, like, going back on him, I think back in the, like, when we had the discussion on the situation, I think I said he should get, like, six months. He, he should get no less than six months. Mm-hmm. But now I'm looking at the report saying he can get, like, 64 years. All right, he shouldn't get that. <laughs> 64 years is kind of heavy. That's a little, that's a little, that's a little yeah, much. A little yeah, heavy. A little much. A little heavy. <laughs> Even now, I was thinking, like, really thinking about it, like, man, you can get, you can get three months. Three yeah. months of probation. If I'm, if I'm thinking about it, two years. Two years is a lot. I understand it's a lot, but it it should be a, a, a harsh punishment because of what you did. So you, you, I mean, you understand what the, the racism and homophobia is in today's society, and yeah. you exploited that. Yeah. So you, you not only exploited the people who you know supported you and thought that was a terrible thing you also exploited the people who were actual victims of racism and homophobia yeah. like there are people out there who are victims of that and now jesse by making this fucking fake claim has necessarily reduced their uh the severity of the claims that, that these people have actually gone through right so now people are going to second guess them or question them like okay did this shit really happen yeah. we're trying to get attention what's the word trivialized yeah trivialized yeah you, you say he trivialized the shit that they did yeah. or the shit that they went through that that's what the biggest problem I have with it. Like if you want to fake an attack, motherfucker, just fake an yeah, attack. Yeah, exactly. But don't use racism and homophobia because of the time that we're in. You know how that those are hot. There's a hot button okay. issues. Yeah. But there are actual groups, large groups of people who are affected by these things, and you fucking use that shit to your advantage. So you can get more money on a TV show. Like nigga, please. Like get the fuck out of here, bro. You know, I was, I was a hard. Ju- I was. I'm telling. you, I was saying like the dude should get some time. Like I'm not. Whatever I'm, I didn't like the, the beginning of it. Like if you if that happens to you, dude, just stay in the cut, just chill out, or whatever. He came out or whatever, so you got to support him, whatever. But I think he deserves sixty four years. I'm not saying he think, deserves sixty four years, but I'm saying yeah. he deserves some time. I would say give him two years. And I don't know if just two years for Jesse is a lifetime. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't know if I'm falling into the. I don't know if what he fucking did work now, because now it's like it's looking so bad in the media. Like, all right, he can get 64 years. Like, nah, Jesse don't deserve 64 years. Now, he, now, now, now like, he's a victim. Now he's against sympathy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and that's like, did this shit work twice? Nigga <laughs> <laughs> did it again. <laughs> yeah, hey, 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 charge me with everything. <laughs> yeah, this defense attorney counsel fucking called the, the prosecutor, yo, get charge him with everything publicly. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> everything you can think of. Yeah. The worst of the worst. <laughs> get domestic abuse, put it in there. Yeah. Yeah, that shit crazy. I, yeah, I feel bad for him. I feel bad for him. I, I feel bad. I don't for feel him. bad for him at all. I feel bad for him just because I I can see how that shit could just go, you know, just get too large. I'm sure he's like, man, I just I got. He probably got, you know, he probably thought of something, tried to create something, tried to get something popping, thinking like, all right, it's not gonna be that big or whatever. And he probably didn't. I think he I think he used both. He used racism and homophobia. Too much. He used too much. He put too much on it. She's just one with one. Too much sauce, bro. Yeah. Too much sauce. He put two on the team. I, I think pick that's one, how, Jesse. Yeah. 
But no, he went that wide, that that wide appeal. He went too wide, too wide. Bro. He went too wide. He went he went nuclear because you don't get. I mean, what's higher than racism and homophobia? Those two items in today's society was higher. Immigration. Oh, this nigga tried to bring CNN and Fox News together. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he tried to. He did. He tried to present something where where both sides had to agree. Yeah. I mean, what what do you say as a as you're yeah. Fox News? Oh, you can't believe this dude because he's black. You, you're not gonna say you can't that. Say shit. You can't say and that. And he's and he's homo- He's a uh, you know gay. His sexual orientation, you know, is you're saying a lot of words for gay. He's gay. There's nothing wrong with being gay, man. He's no, gay. no, it's nothing wrong with being gay. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> he's I don't gay wanna, man. Like it's, I don't know. He's gay, right? Am I wrong? Like if you. I, uh, like, I don't, oh, I don't think Google about. I don't. Shit. You said what? Let me Google if whether or not he's gay. Yeah, I don't know his situation. I don't know if he's like a, if a guy is gay. Does he only like like guys? That's usually what gay means, like homosexual. But if a woman has been with one like girl in her lifetime, she's gonna say she's bi for the rest of her life. No, 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 no. She yeah, she a lot of them will. Yeah, okay. He is gay. He he said it on Ellen. He's gay. Yeah. So he's never been with a woman. No, no, no. Women will be... Women would... I don't know that. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't but, know. But that doesn't mean he's not gay. Just because you're with a woman doesn't mean you're not gay. You may not understand that you're gay until you try to have sex with a woman. You're like, I don't like this clamshell shit. Let me go get a hard dick. Then you like... <laughs> <laughs> then you recognize that you're gay. Yeah. I, I, I mean, how many, gay, how many gay men have children? Like, come on now. That's what I'm saying. Are they really gay? Yes, they're really gay. But you still get... Like, how are you... All right, man. If I'm... All right, this is gonna probably be too much or whatever. We, no this, such thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like we are gonna keep it the way we always kept it. If I'm if I'm gay, or I'm a straight man. So if I'm say a situation where it was like the end of the world or whatever, you gotta have sex like with this dude to have a baby to continue life. I can't get like my body can't create the situation to even ejaculate if it's a dude around. So if you're able, if a gay guy is able to have kids with a woman, that means he was aroused at some point. Now I don't know if it's just, uh, you know, a, a feeling or whatever. I don't know what it, I don't know what it causes it. But if a guy has kids and he's been with women in his life, that means does it does that just go away? Like, are you just a hundred percent like I ain't, I ain't fuck with that no more? So you are telling me if you've been with women, like you said, if somebody just came out of the closet, they went to whatever, had a situation, they changed later in life, does that mean you just totally forget about all the other shit you've been through? Have you ever had sex with a woman that you weren't attracted to? Attracted to physically or just Period. all together? Period. No. Never had a woman. Uh, uh, that didn't attract me at all? Well, okay. When I said like physically. So you you can see her and she's like, oh, fuck, shit. But she got a good personality. Yeah. And you, you had sex with her? Mm-hmm. What's the difference between a gay man having sex with a woman who has a great personality? Like he connects with her, but he really ain't a big fan of the her you know lady parts. But it's like, fuck it. Let me go through I don't think this. It's a big difference. What's right. the difference? That's a, so you saying you had sex with like a person you weren't attracted to is the same as having sex with like a dude? No, <laughs> nah, Am I bro. saying that? No, no, bro. <laughs> no, <Nah>, bro. <laughs> no, nah, I don't know. I mean, he probably is gay, but I'm just saying. Well, okay, all right. So think. So he can if, he can still recognize a fucking beautiful woman and be attracted to her. I'm thinking. You know, what we need we need a gay man on the show to to yeah, answer these questions yeah, for yeah, us. That'd be that'd be. Because, okay, this is me being hypothetical. I'm not a gay man, so I, I, I can't answer this question. But what if it's kind of like, all right, I know I'm supposed to be attracted to women. Let me try this and see what's going on. Because I don't know if you just recognize, oh, shit, I'm gay. I, I don't know if, if you recognize that. Because I feel like it's 
Like, like our peers and shit kind of shape who we are, right? So if your peers around you are attracted to the opposite sex, you're like, shit, well, I'm not really, I don't think any of these bitches are really cute. Yeah. You know, maybe I just have high standards or whatever. And then, you know, you meet with some chick that you connect with. And this is all from the perspective of a gay man. That's, that's why I'm using the um, gender pronouns that I'm using. You meet some woman that you connect with and, you know, you try to have sex. Like, I don't necessarily think that just because you're gay doesn't mean you couldn't get through sex with a woman. Well, I, I don't think that, you know, one plus one equals fucking two in that scenario. I mean, I, I mean, I guess I agree. I mean, I... Because, I mean, when... Because when, maybe it's just me, but I've had sex with women that I wasn't fucking attracted to, but they stimulated my goddamn dick. And I was like, oh, well, shit, it's up now. Like, might as well get this over with. That's totally different than, like, a, a chick you're not attracted to is totally different than, like, a handsome dude. All right, so think about this. So... Growing up, I always heard this shit. It ain't gay if it's done in prison, right? <laughs> what? Say that, say that again. Right, like, like, it's not gay if it's in prison. I, I heard that I've shit growing up. I've heard, heard that shit growing up. I never understood. I was like, wait, wait a minute. You know, because in my mind, I'm thinking like, if you don't like men, why would you yeah. have sex with men in prison? Like, that doesn't make sense. But this is this is like a popular thing, especially in the black community, because, you know, for whatever reason. So, you have, you know, Dudes that are respected in the hood, fucking gangbangers up and down, you know, tatted on their fucking forehead. You know, they got a girl at home, all this other shit, got kids. They go to prison, they fucking some dude. But it's okay because they're in prison. And they get out and they start fucking the girl. And you know, it was like, well, yeah, I was fucking dude in prison, but it's just a prison. I had, to, I had to get this nut off. So, like, are, are they gay? Man, I'm not going to sit here and act like I know everything about the prison system and, like, the, the prison culture. Nah, man. Unless you go down that that path, I think you're at least bi. I mean, I've had talks to dudes in prison, and they're like, "Yo, I didn't, I never sucked dick, and I never took it in the ass, so I'm not gay." Said, but you had your dick sucked by other dudes, and you fucked other dudes in the the ass. No, I'm not saying I don't know if if this, like I said, I don't know if it's considered gay, but it's. I don't, I don't think how's, that not, how's that not homosexual if you have sex with someone of the same sex as you? Well, we got to go back to the definition of gay. What I'm saying is gay, I think, is if you... I don't know where the line is between like a woman saying she's gay or a guy saying she's gay and or he's gay or whatever. I don't know what I'm trying to say. But I'm saying like if you are still attracted to both, yeah. like is that gay or is that bi? The funny thing, I'm not a... Fan of bisexual. Like, I understand sexuality is a spectrum, but I've not once ever met, like, a 60-year-old bi person. At some point, you make a choice, right? No, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. But it's all anecdotal evidence. So, I'm not saying that I'm correct, but I don't know if that's an actual thing. Maybe you haven't made your mind up yet. Maybe you haven't sat down and, like, been introspective and, like, you know what? I like men or I like women. Like, if you say you're bi, I feel like you're just confused. I'm yeah, I mean, it's, I don't think confused is like a bad term. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, thank you for saying that. I'll be very clear that it's not a bad term, especially if you're younger. Like, it makes sense. Like, it takes a while for us to get to know ourselves mm-hmm. because one who actually sits, sits down and takes the time to understand who they are as a person. Not a lot of people because it would scare a lot of people. So yeah. they, they, you don't want to get in there. But I, I, bisexual, so you like both men and women equally. It's hard for me to believe that. Well, I don't think it's equally. Even if, if you're like a straight man and you have two women and they're exactly the same the twins you're gonna like one more than the other yeah so i think i don't think it's ever like oh it has to be half and half but if you're like if you're a woman who 
Like I don't know, man. Like that. I, like I said, I don't, I, maybe we should have like a, a homosexual person for on the, sure on the podcast to ask these questions. But I think if you've been with one, you know, one gender half of your life, and then you switch over in your thirties, twenty, or late twenty, whatever, you switch over to the other. I think you're still aroused by the other. Maybe you're just like I'm more aroused by this. So does I that make aroused you... by a man? Yeah, I've not once seen a man like man. I want to fuck him. Not once ever. No, but I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, if you're bi, if you're like, I'm saying, like if Jesse, like maybe Jesse early on until he was 18, he was with girls, and then he switched over and then was with dudes. I'm I'm not saying this is any facts or anything. I'm just hypothetically speaking of a situation. Use him as an example. as, As an example, yeah. So it's like if you early on in your life, if you were attracted to one gender, you switched over. Does that mean you just completely don't fuck with that other gender anymore? Like, no, I, see, my 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 thought is you have a preference, but you fuck around the other side. It's kind of like I prefer McDonald's, but if McDonald's ain't nearby, I'll take Wendy's type shit. Yeah, so that means you still like both. Yeah, but I feel like you, like you can you're you you have a preference though. Like Man, one choice. of them you like more. Yeah, you like, you've made that choice already. But it's like you know I've been down that path. It ain't that bad. I prefer this other thing, but I'm you know I'm okay with it. But if you had like your choice, you wouldn't pick that other option, right? So if it was like McDonald's and Wendy's are next to each other, you would take your ass to McDonald's, order that motherfucking Big Mac. See, I think you wouldn't be like, oh, I don't know which one I want right now. Yeah. You wouldn't do that. We need to have a, a gay person and a real bisexual person. I think I know both of those. Not a bisexual where it's like, oh, I like women. Like, nah, I mean one of those, like, I fuck with Young and May. <laughs> <laughs> like, like young and may will take me from my man right now. <laughs> I, I think it has to be a bisexual guy because a bisexual a bisexual woman. I'm just kind of like, it's, it's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's like this is like a, a fad. It's like a, you know, it's like one of those. Tom, just, did you call sexuality a fad? No, I mean it's just saying like when, it is back in the day. Like, oh yeah, I'm bi. Like you go through profiles, you go through, yeah, you say, like I'm bi. Like all right, true. man. That's, and the thing is, it like gets, all y'all bitches can't be bi. It gets <laughs> dudes, when I see bi, I think threesome. I think that's what they want you to think. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's all for the marketing. <laughs> <laughs> These bitches duping me. Yeah, yeah. You know what is fucked up thing? Like when I was like 19 years old, I met I, same similar shit. It was like Black Planet. They said she was buying a little profile, and I tried to have a threesome, and she's like, oh, "I ain't doing that shit." Yeah. I was like, "Wait, wait, wait a minute!" They don't want to share. Like, no, nah, bitch, you lying. Yeah, I don't like to share. That's the that's always the excuse, dude. It's always like, wait a minute. I, you ain't got me. <laughs> you shared me with everybody. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> These motherfuckers said, you ain't got me yet. What the fuck you talking about? Yeah, man. So I'm not the only one that got hit with that. I don't like to share a line. Huh? No, oh, I'm getting hit with that now. Oh. I'm trying to facilitate something right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, well. Yeah, man, shoot crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man, we get we, we we gotta we gotta get some people on the show to talk about that shit. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know that. That would be a serious... I don't know. Could we make jokes? I, I always make jokes. Like, could we... Like, it got to be somebody you rock with. It couldn't just be, like, some, you know, some, some random fans. person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some fans. Like, yeah, I'll come on yeah, and talk come about on. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, nah, fuck that. You got to be somebody cool with. I so mean, they know. If they're a fan, then they understand what we do. So... Nah, you still don't, you still don't know. 
They can do no, that I mean, I mean, my jokes are always respectful. Like, I'm not an asshole about it. No, no, no. I know, but I mean, I don't want to go into you know, like bring on somebody who's not like familiar with, like you know, who's here to really like let me tell my side of the story. Like, nah, we just we try and get drunk and halfway like really just ask the crazy questions. Well, yeah, but like, you, gotta you, tell, you tell your story doing that. Yeah, I mean, tell your story, but don't take it all super serious. Like, don't get disrespected. That's the thing. Oh. We would have to have somebody who's not like, you know. Who understands what they're walking into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we do talk talk a lot of shit. A lot of shit. Yeah, we, I mean, it's, yeah, like I said, I don't think it's anything, like, disrespectful. No. I feel like we always make sure we let the people know that we we aren't trying to disrespect a particular, you know, sector of the population. Yeah, yeah, I rock with everybody, man. We we both rock with everybody. You know, just, as long as you're doing your thing, man, just be happy. Unless you're a Utah Jazz fan. Fuck them. <laughs> I've never met a Utah Jazz fan. They're only in Utah. Yeah. So, the 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 reason why I bring this shit up is because um, Russell Westbrook recently threatened to fuck up a fan and his wife at a Utah Jazz game. And Matt Barnes, who's a f- former NBA player who's played for a shit ton of teams, always said that Utah had the most racist fans in the, in the nation. And it's kind of... Confirms that, corroborates his uh, his thoughts, his stories. So, Russell Westbrook's playing in the Utah Jazz Arena, and one of the fans tells him to, I want to make sure I get this correct. All right. Tells him to get down on his knees like he's used to. And Russell Westbrook thought that was, you know, racial and inappropriate, and he went the fuck off. You know, he hit him, hit him with the, oh, my mama, I'm going to fuck you up. And usually, when someone from black community says, oh, my mama, I'm going to fuck you up, you probably have a fight on your hands. Yeah, they, they, they yeah. <laughs> that person's going to do whatever they can do yeah. to fuck you up. And uh, the guy, Shane Kiesel is his name. K-E-I-S-E-L. Yep, put his last name out there. Shane's traditional <laughs> spelling. And his wife, they ended up getting uh, banned from, from all Utah Jazz games. It, it, it seems that Kiesel lied to the Utah Jazz security and told him that, them that he didn't say to get down on your knees like you're used to. And he told him to sit down and ice his knees, boy, which isn't any better. No, it's not better. But yeah. that's how racist this guy is, that he doesn't understand that that's shit may be fucking worse. Because yeah. at least the first one, you can be like, oh, I'm just calling him gay, but, yeah. which doesn't make it better. But at least you don't have the racial tone there, right? Mm-hmm. But boy, you undoubtedly have a racial tone. And it's Utah. Like, bro, let's be honest. It's Utah. You ever been to Utah? Yeah, I've been to Utah. And I, I got looked at funny as fuck. Dog, I got the same thing. <laughs> I felt like when I went there, I went there like two years ago. I, I, I don't know. If I didn't get the racism because I didn't go, like, go into like, you know, all the stores and all the different areas or whatever. But I felt like when I would go into places, I didn't really feel like racism, like I got bad service. But I, I, I got all the looks. And I felt like I had like eight heads. Yeah. Like I felt like a dragon. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I felt the same way. So fuck that. It was it just you when you went to Utah? It was another he was mixed. He looked he, you know, yeah. super light. So it was me and two dark skinned I was the lightest person in the group and he had I had two dark skinned friends with me, Vince and Gerald. And we walked into like a bar in Utah. And I bro, I swear to the Lord in heaven, whoever the fuck it is. That the bar just kind of turned and yeah. looked like, but it was like a slow turn. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, yeah. we sitting there and everyone's kind of looking at us. I'm like, all right. So we like approach the bar and we're sitting there for a minute and like a minute or so goes by and then the bartender comes over and she's like, 
What are you guys doing here? <laughs> <laughs> like, bitch, is a bar. I'm yeah, obviously yeah. trying to get a drink. Yeah. Nah, I thought it was just me. Nah, hell no. Nah. I, <laughs> I went there with my homie, man, and he's, um, like I said, he's mixed. Um, we went there to see one of our other friends, and he's Caucasian. And, you know, he had told us, like, hey, when you get out here, I wish he was, I wish my homie was here, man, so we can really, like, you know. Talk about it. Yeah, talk about it as yeah. well. But he's the, the, the white guy who was there was like, you know, hey, man, just. They're not racist. They just don't see a lot of you guys. You know, like don't take it the wrong way or whatever. And I was like, you know, you think about like you just going to a nice neighborhood in Vegas, or yeah. a nice neighborhood in Cali. Like, yeah. oh yeah, okay, it's like that or whatever. It's a totally different experience. Like it's yeah. a totally different. Like everybody looks at you. I felt uncomfortable. Like uncomfortable, but it's like the service isn't bad. Like no. I didn't get anybody. Like it wasn't like on some racism shit. Yeah, it was just on some. Like, this what is the a fuck zoo. are you? This is a zoo. Like, yeah, like what like, an animals escape. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. Like, I won't go into it now, but I had the whole situation where, like, he told us while we were coming up there, we were driving up or whatever, you know, just the whole situation. And I already had, like, the preconceived notions in my head what the situations would be. People would try to get off, like, crazy jokes or, you know, acting like, you know, waiting to see a black person so they can get this off or whatever. Can I say the N-word? You know, all that type of shit. And we took a a tube ride. Like, we were on a a river or whatever, in a tube or whatever. I'm sure you know what it is. Yeah. Like, a tire or whatever. And we went tubing or whatever. And there was an area, like, halfway through the tube, like, I guess, river or whatever. We can get off and, like, get on the island, walk, play hacky sack or whatever. We got off. Group of, you know, obviously white people. Bro, you say play hacky sack? Yeah, it was hacky sack. It was, I mean, you you know, in the situation. You know, it's earthy. When when in Rome. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm all right, cool. Let me get in there. You know, let me get in. I got big feet. I remember remember this. (laughs) I got in. It was like, it was one guy there, man. You could just feel it. Like, he was, like, you know, you have, like, one joke, but you've never been able to say it. You've had the situation. Now you have that situation to say it. It's like, oh, <laughs> but I don't know if I should. <laughs> it was like that, dude. He hit me with the, you know, hey, I'm not racist. No, <laughs> oh, like, when you start with that, you probably racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hit me with one of those, and it's like, you know, a black joke or whatever. I'm like, all right, man. All right, whatever. You know, yeah. Whatever. I don't even remember what it was. I probably can think about it, but it was like these people aren't. I didn't feel like I didn't feel like in fear of like getting like you know home lynch or like lynch and shit. But it was like it was really like a fucking alien, like you said earlier. Like they just weren't familiar with it. I can only imagine going to like a different country, like a country that you know, like I think you went on you went on a trip or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you told me like Germany and all the other yeah. countries. I haven't been there. I can only imagine how it, that is. Oh no, no, it's ten times better. Better? Yeah, it's fucked up. So they are more accepting of uh, people with more melanin in their skin, you know, black people, mm-hmm. than some parts of America. Really? It's fucking crazy. Crazy. Yeah, man. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some racist ass parts of fucking Europe too. You know, don't get me wrong. But like, when, I, when I went to Germany, I never felt once that I was treated differently because I was black. Like, not once ever. They are more like open about questions so you know i was at i was hanging with my friend and we were went to one of his like his one of his friend's house and you know i was talking to people over there and some of them were german some of them were american and one of them was like yo what's going on with like why is racism such a big thing in america like straight up ask me that like yeah <laughs> like, and i could tell it's coming from a place of general of uh genuine curiosity and not like on some racist shit yeah. Like, he wasn't like, why black people are tripping? He was like, I don't understand why they would think, when I say they, like, one race would think that they're better than every other race. Like, I don't understand. 
he was asking me to explain racism to him and why they thought that. I'm like, bro, I don't fucking know. Like, I'm on the other end of the shit. Yeah. Like, you know, you need to ask one of the Grand Wizards or something. But I felt more accepted in Europe than I would than I did in fucking Utah. And Utah's four hours from where we are. Yeah. Fucking, I had to ride 16 hours to get to fucking Germany. And it, it, it's crazy. And like, we've, I think we've all been in that situation where you have a guy who he doesn't seem racist. But he's saying some shit, and it's it can it can be interpreted racist. Like if you want to take it that way, you can take it that way. But you know that it's really not coming from like a place of hate or some shit like that. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons why we have such a divide in this country is we really can't just fucking sit down and have an honest conversation about it. You know, we can't take like a black joke from another person. Like instead of trying to understand why that person thought it was okay to say the black joke, we want that person to lose, you know, his or her job and all this other bullshit. Like we don't ever take the time to try to understand the other side. And we talk about this shit, you know, ad nauseum on this one. But like your experience in Utah is very similar to my experience. And like you said, I don't think they're racist at all. Yeah. It's just they aren't familiar with the black culture. I mean, how many black Mormons are there? Three? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's it's, it's all crazy, man. What was the um? I don't want to make. No, nah, I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. What, what you're, not gonna, you're not gonna make me say it. I'm not gonna say it. I'll say it for another podcast. That's weird. It's not weird. Yeah, it is. I'm just. Gonna, I just don't want to harp on this situation. Why the harp on. We talk about it right now. Nah, I'm cool. I'm cool. Because this is gonna like create a whole another conversation, and I don't, don't want to go into it. Oh, you tired, bro? No, I'm not tired. I'm tired. <laughs> like we've had enough. <laughs> we talked about racism, sexuality, and what, what was it? The beginning. What did we start off with? School, education. Education, J. Prince. J. Prince, yeah, respect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We, we Well, to your credit, we have been going for about an hour and a half, so we should probably should wrap this bitch up. Yep, yep. So where can they find you? You can find me at <laughs> Safari the Q on Instagram. S-A-F-A-R-E-T-H-E-Q-U-E. Um, Safari the Q on Instagram. I think the same thing on Instagram. Twitter, you mean? Twitter, yeah, Twitter, whatever. Um, you can also go to the website. That's where we have all our social media. The website is thewolfticketsexperience.com. It's up. We're going to have all these, the podcast, all the, the historical data of all the podcasts that we've done is going to be on the website. Uh, also, the links to you know the, all the equipment that we use, other updates, pictures, all that stuff, man. We're building it out, but you know it has information there now where you can go check it out, email us, you know, put thoughts in, um, all that stuff. What about you? As always, Instagram, my social media platform of choice, Mr. Westbrook3. And Twitter, are you Randy2, number two. Uh, Facebook, is Randy Westbrook. If you want to fuck with me on uh, PlayStation, because I will be getting on the division this weekend, it's uh, Scarecrow Q. Uh, traditional spelling, Q is Q-U-E. Uh, I think my profile, my little PlayStation profile picture is... Uh, Kratos and Atreus from from God of War. That's a good ass fucking game, bro. Maybe because I'm a father, that I think that game is super dope. But that game is super fucking dope. Yeah, it's good. It's a good game. I mean, it's it's good. It's a good game. It's, the storyline isn't all that dope. But the it's a good storyline that dope. I mean, it's not. It's 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 dope, but it's not believable. It's not like you know, put you in that. Like I can can't imagine myself being a god running around doing all this shit. But 
It's not a Metal Gear like solid storyline, but it's a good, it's decent. It's not, it's not a Metal Gear solid storyline. Metal Gear got the one of the most fantastical storylines. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying. I compare everything to that, or even Last of Us. It's not like a storyline where the you Last can, of like, Us is just on a whole other level. Bro. That's what I'm saying. You can't you can't like, get immersed in the storyline, but it's like I can follow along. But it's, it's a dope game. I say top. If you go last, or all the games on the PS4, probably yeah, it's top five. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad we grew on that. Yeah. Top five. Anything else you want to add? Nah, man. That's it. All right, let's get the fuck out of here then, yeah, bro. Man. All right, man. 27, 28? 27. 28 coming next week. 28 next week. Every Monday. Making Mondays great again. What did Richard Kid say? You know I got cash now. I ain't got to brag no more. Well, they don't know that about me yet. <laughs> <laughs> we out. <All> right. <laughs> <laughs>